I'm glad that uh, South Jacksonville Mayor Tyson Manker could join us in studio. It's always good to see him. Tyson, thanks for taking time. How are you? Hey, good morning, Greg. How are you? Good, good, good. So uh, you've had some big things happen in the past few uh, weeks since we've talked last. Uh, let's start with uh, what you did on uh, the 4th of July, because uh, I think that, that uh, we've seen uh, the progression of different counties doing this, but this is a uh, village that's done this. What did you lay out when it comes to the Second Amendment? So on Independence Day, we reaffirmed our independence. Uh, in the village of South Jacksonville, uh, myself and the board of trustees are very committed to protecting people's constitutional rights. So on July 4th of this year, we created a Second Amendment sanctuary in the village of South Jacksonville. And what specifically that means is as the federal government and the state government begin to discuss uh, gun confiscation laws. We don't agree with that. And so in the village of South Jacksonville, we will not only um, not cooperate with federal and state efforts, but we will actively protect our citizens from illegal gun confiscation laws that violate the Second Amendment. What do you say to those who react to hearing this saying, oh, that's just a right wing, you know, right wing issue. It's, uh, you know, Republicans are the ones that are pushing all of this. Anyone who says that isn't following the facts. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. First of all, I've served in places where people with guns are the rulers. And so here in a democracy, we have a right to defend ourselves. If you look at the violence, Greg, we were talking before we came on air, look at the violence in Chicago and around our large cities. Uh, The criminals have AK-47s. They have long guns. And so to disarm law-abiding citizens, I think, is asinine, and it just sets us up for bad things in the future. So we're not going to do that in the village of South Jacksonville. Well, and even talking with the uh, Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police President about uh, some of the Biden administration's uh, efforts to you know, target gun trafficking, uh, the Biden administration says, uh, the police are taking guns off the street. Absolutely. But that's still not getting to the level of addressing all the other issues that there are in Chicago or elsewhere where there's violence. Uh, but you're essentially saying that those efforts shouldn't take away an individual's Second Amendment right. Well, when you're talking about taking guns off the street, that isn't a law-abiding citizen. We've got people who own guns in their homes. We have people who carry guns with them to protect themselves because right now crime is rising. If you look at anything coming out of Chicago, uh, we had a shooting at White Oaks Mall last week. So it's not like these uh, incidents are contained to the big cities. Here's some stats. Last week in Chicago, 153 shot, 26 fatal. Year to date in Chicago, 1,805 shot, 400 killed. These are numbers that are like Iraq. And for politicians to say, oh, there's a downward trend and things are looking, that's BS. Uh, We need to confront the reality that you can't even drive down the expressway in Chicago without a good chance of being shot. So we are making sure that our values are held firm here in South Jacksonville. And it's important to note that uh, legal gun owners are those who follow the law and they've also followed right. just regular uh, regulation for firearm. And I'm not talking about laws regulation. I'm talking about having a, a well-operating gun and having a, a working knowledge of that firearm, being able to use that firearm efficiently as the tool it is. Uh, so there's definitely a difference between what you see on the streets of Chicago with you know, uh, gang members just That's spraying right. bullets to the on the street. Uh, you know, one video I saw showed a guy run out of the car and just 
He's shooting at the street for whatever reason. An AK forty seven. Right. right. Uh, so some 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 you know obviously stark uh, contrast between gun owners here in central Illinois. We all want gun gunners. violence to end. I would say, Greg, yeah. but the answer is not to be terrified of an inanimate object. There used to be classes in schools where gun safety was taught. There was shooting in our junior high uh, back in the day. So I think it's better to have an educated approach rather than a a fearful approach. We're talking with South Jacksonville Mayor Tyson Manker here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I wanted to bring him in for a a variety of different issues. Uh, And another issue that uh, you've shared about uh, concerns uh, freedom of information, uh, a FOIA request that was made of the village, uh, and uh, a local news organization in uh, Jacksonville. It's not really news, it's a tabloid, but go okay. ahead. Okay, uh, but a, a news organization, a publication, I guess we could say, um, uh, filing a lawsuit. Uh, what, give us the background here for people who aren't necessarily following along as to what exactly happened there. Well, I'm not going to even answer that question because I don't want to give this tabloid any oxygen. What I do want to talk about is the fact that one of the things that I ran on was increasing transparency. So last week, we launched a brand new website that has not only a resident portal, so the citizens of South Jacksonville can now contact me, my department heads, and the board of trustees directly. They can request services, and they can report issues. Uh, Along with the website, we've now posted all of our financials online, all of our audits. So you want to talk about transparency. There's never been more transparency in the village of South Jacksonville. Uh, we have an open-door policy, and people are already responding. So um, we're moving forward. But when it comes to, I mean, you announced this on social media um, about uh, handing over uh, the, the documents that were requested, right? Correct. It's over. Yeah. Right. Okay. There's nothing more to talk about. It, it, what, was, what was that all? It was about like a, a, a criminal report that was filed against somebody? or Correct. It's unfortunate that on my first Monday in office, I had one of the former trustees come up to Village Hall, try to fight me, and then break into Village Hall. So these are not things that we need to talk about. These are not sure. people that we need to think about. Uh, we need to grow our economy in the Village of South Jacksonville, and like I said, we're moving forward. And you're moving forward as well. And just to, to touch one more time on this, uh, you, you updated uh, the security apparatus of the Village, right? Because That's right. Uh, you're new to the office. This breach happened. Right. Uh, you were threatened, uh, and you you decided to increase uh, the security apparatus of the of the village's uh, the hall there. That's right. Uh, we're talking with uh, South Jacksonville Mayor uh, Tyson Manker here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, Tyson, something else I wanted to talk to you about: uh, federal funds for uh, yes. Let's talk about that. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk, Let's talk about-, about where the money is and is not going, right? Well, We've all I- been paying into this pot for a long time, but for some reason, when we put in a request here in Central Illinois for money, it doesn't come. And it's not for a lack of trying on behalf of our congressman, Representative Darren LaHood, who's done a hell of a job. Uh, it's the fact that you know when you talk about the way that Congress runs, the party that's in control controls the committees, they control the agenda. So the D- Democratic Party is currently in control, and unfortunately, Unfortunately, when we sent in an application for a sidewalk that we were going to put in to increase pedestrian access in the village of South Jacksonville, our request was denied. You see the federal government printing trillions upon trillions of dollars. I did the math. Chicago alone is getting over $60 million, zero to our municipality. So we're going to keep fighting uh, because we pay federal taxes. At some point, uh, the investment should be made 
in central Illinois, and we're going to keep fighting to make sure that happens. Well, and there's also the American Rescue Plan dollars. Uh, apparently, um, community development block grant cities, and I think Springfield's one of them, uh, and it's I think the threshold's like 50,000 um, residents of a city. Uh, Chicago, you mentioned, they get direct funds. You yes. know, they, get, they, they get the money directly. Everybody else has to wait for the state government to ultimately release those dollars. What's your knowledge of, of that process, and how could your village use those federal dollars if they were ultimately released? That's a great question. So we are actively applying for every grant at the state and federal level that we can apply for. Uh, unfortunately, there's just politics involved. It doesn't go to the biggest need or uh, who has contributed and making sure that they get some of their tax dollars back. These are political games. So, you know, thank God Mike Madigan is gone, but it doesn't mean that his shadow is. You know, the parties that, uh, you know, the way that they operate, it's a lot of back scratching. So we're just trying to get some investment in the village of South Jacksonville that hasn't seen investment for a long time. Uh, we have infrastructure needs uh, like our you know sidewalks and roads, for example. Underneath our roads, Greg, we don't even know what the uh, schematics are. We don't know where our pipes are. So we need, you know, investment at some time. And it's not something that we can raise taxes on the people of South Jacksonville to make happen. We need federal federal help. So the fact that I served overseas in Iraq and we've sent trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars only to pull out, uh, I think it's, no, I know it's time to invest in America. Well, and those dollars, like you said, I mean, it's, it's trillions of dollars that uh, has been approved in the astronomical, past year and a half. Astronomical. Um, and uh, totally, how much has the village of Jacksonville received? Uh, from, from my knowledge, zero. Zero. And from all these different funds that have been approved. Correct. We've gotten a grant here and there for, you know, like a defibrillator paddles, but the real needs that we have were, were, not, uh, were not being heard. Because I know, like, for instance, uh, the city of Springfield, they can use these federal dollars for uh, you know, sewer uh, drainage, for uh, law enforcement, for uh, a variety of other things, uh, help out certain communities and whatnot. I would imagine the village has similar needs, not on a uh, that large of a scale, but still scalable enough to require some of those federal funds. Absolutely. We feel like we've been forgotten and left behind. So, you know, someone showed me this, not to be too off subject, but someone showed me the other day, if you can provide foreign aid to other countries, that means you're taxing too much, right? So, and I, you know, I'm not black and white on that particular issue, but if we're sending all of this money overseas, whether it's for our wars or whether it's for aid for other countries and people in other lands, I think it's only right that the people that are going to be on the hook for the debt, the ones that are paying it, should also receive that kind of investment. It hasn't happened, but I'm going to fight to make it happen. And uh, finally here, um, this is not on topic with uh, the village, but uh, I guess kind of it is, right? Neon Moms, I have yet to listen to the album. Oh, come on, uh, Greg. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I just got to I gotta find that time where I can sit down and, and get in my zen position, put it on the record uh, player, and uh, and give attention to it. Because a lot of times when I'm listening to music, it's... It's on like a you know Spotify or something, right? Sure. Uh, so I do have the record player. I got to get it on there. But you guys are actually going to be performing. Uh, we are at the at the village. Uh, talk a bit about uh, what's coming up and the importance of that uh, celebration. Absolutely. So nine eleven Saturday nine eleven. Come to the village of South Jacksonville. We are having what we're calling Freedom Fest. We'll have bands all day long from ten thirty 
in the morning to 10.30 at night. Uh, as Greg mentioned, uh, my band, Neon Moms, will be playing. We're playing for free um, to generate uh, the turnout. Um, so we're really excited about that. It's going to be our first show. Uh, some of my haters may show up hoping me to fail, and I, I hope to see them too. Uh, but we're going to have a large crowd, and we're generating funds for our police and our fire department. So we're really excited about that. And you've, you've brought a certain level of patriotism uh, to South Jacksonville. Um, at least, I'm sure it's always been there, but you're, it has. You, you've elevated to a way with your voice. Talk about the importance of that, and, and in context of having this 9-11 event uh, and some of the other things that you've done. I'm actually really glad you asked me this question, Greg, because I think right now we're at a crucial moment in American history where we have to be proud Americans. Uh, like you said, it hasn't disappeared in the village of South Jacksonville, just hasn't been visible. So in the last two weeks, for example, I ordered the assembly of American flags to be put on the pillars of Village Hall. Uh, we raised an American flag at the firehouse that was missing. And I'm happy to say that one of the promises that I made during my campaign was we're going to build a massive 120-foot flagpole with an American flag 30 by 60 there at our exit 64 in South Jacksonville. So we're going to be a landmark for people to stop at. But also, we are restoring pride in being an American, because if you look at Cuba this week, for example, and these other places around the world, when you see people that are oppressed, they wave one flag, and that flag is the American flag, old glory, and it gives you pride to see in these pictures. I, frankly, I think that there is no more beautiful flag on the earth, but uh, it's, it sure is endearing to see others who, in their quest for freedom, they hold our flag high. Yeah, it wasn't just in Cuba. It was uh, Hong Kong last Absolutely. year as well. You know, seeing uh, those uh, pro-democracy activists on the streets uh, facing the, the Chinese regime uh, and those uh, police efforts in Hong Kong, and they're waving the American flag. That's right. Uh, it's pretty incredible. Uh, while we see over here a certain debate about the American flag take a different direction. Uh, right. Tyson Manker, uh, greatly appreciate your time. As always, let's connect again soon and uh, touch Thanks, on Greg. these and other issues, all right? Absolutely.